Welcome to Stock Odds Odds and End Podcast. I'm Dave Singh here with Rob Friesen, getting ready for the week ahead. Good evening, Rob. Yeah, we've, uh, hey, and doing great. I mean, we've got a very busy week here uh, with month end and the beginning of a new month, and then the first Friday of the month as well. So that would uh, touch base and give you guys some some things to go on here this week. Um, so first off, uh, let's take a look at the map of the market here. Um, how we finished on Friday uh, was some of the tech stocks were definitely down. Uh, Microsoft down 2.18%, Apple down one8 Amazon rolled back over and was down 2.42. Even Tesla had a down day at 2.57% down. The stronger ones actually came from the financials. JP Morgan up a bit, Berkshire, uh, Wells Fargo, Schwab, um, MetLife for insurance, um, Aflac, Aflac the duck. Um, and oil was uh, mixed. We had Hess was up, PSX was up, uh, Chevron slightly, and then the consumer defense of Walmart and Target. Um, and basic materials, we had uh, Lynn up 4.75%. Um, otherwise, just kind of a splattering through the industrials, red and green, aerospace, red and green. Um, but definitely consumer cyclical communications other than Verizon, um, technology, healthcare other than ABBV. They seem to be the worst performing for the day. So that's how we ended the day on Friday. Now for the week, um, NVIDIA was up. 5.84%. It was up, you know, um, throughout the week on various levels there with, of course, earnings and sort of the AI focus. Um, you know, NVIDIA has been through a lot of swells over the years with everything from uh, gaming and then crypto, crypto mining, um, self-driving cars. Now you've sort of got the AI resurgence for NVIDIA, um, and that's kind of putting a focus on there. Merck was up 3.17% uh, for the week. ABBV was up 2.13. Now, Pfizer was down 2.79% for the week, and you also have to note that Pfizer may be looking to acquire CGEN, Seattle Genetex. Uh, so CGEN, um, take, take a look at the news on that. Um, that might put further pressure on Pfizer as the acquirer. Also keep that in mind. Amazon was down 4.74% for the week. Um, so overall, you know, I mean, if I was to say, you know, what sort of held up the most for the week, um, looking at the groups, really was consumer defensive and utilities. Some healthcare was mixed, but it held up better than the others. Consumer cyclical took it on the chin the most, down 5.28%. And then communication services next and real estate next and technology down 4.09%. Um, so that's where we ended up. And for the month so far, relative performance, technology is actually the leader, kind of the similar to what we had in January. So Tax loss um, rebind probably continued in February a bit. And people, you know, um, have been willing to invest 
and technology, even though that we still have the wall of worry. The worst performing for the month was six, uh, the basic materials down 6.54%. And so we really had a good November, Jan uh, December, and January for basic materials. And then when the dollar started climbing back up a bit, um, the basic materials kind of rolled over and had a bad month. So uh, energy also down 4.06% for the month. So that was was pretty bad. And even, you know, even um, utilities down 3.87%. So technology and industrials and consumer defensive fared the best for the month of February. Now we're about to go into a new month in, in you know, three days, we two days and then third day we have March 1st. So definitely coming on us midweek here. Um, and um, I'll roll over to you, Dave, uh, before I cir circle back to some of the the market, uh, yeah. you know, ETFs and stuff and see where we're at. So, so this, give us a picture of this week for some of the sectors, sector ETFs. What do you see? Well, we're in, from the Almanac, uh, we're in that last three days of the month window and the S&P is expected to be soft as well. Uh, minus 0.68% for the spider um, on the last three days and the final day about half a percent as well, minus 0.47%. And then coming out of that, we're going to also have the first day of March, which is pretty bullish. So that's up 1.1% for the spider. And we'll also have the first Friday of the month, which is just um, pretty much break even. So expect just in terms of the, the indexes, softness going into the last day of um, February, a little bit of bullishness coming out in the first um, day of March, and then kind of break even there. But then um, the sectors in this last few days of February that might perform better than, than not are some of the risk on things, some biotech such as XBI, um, chips, the SOX, some of the ARC funds, ARCKK, and softness in things like gold and utilities. So that's for the final three days of February. And then for the first day of March, we see a little bit of risk on with things like QQQ, XLK, KRE Financials, Oil, XLE, XOP, and Biotech, IDB, XBI. So it is kind of a risk on resumption of risk at the first day of March. And then the first Friday of March is a little bit mixed with with things like oil and biotech up um, and things like consumer discretionary down. So that's the backdrop. And then we also have um, our economic calendar. So Monday we have durable goods orders and pending home sales. Um, Tuesday, again, housing information, Kate Schiller index on home prices. Wednesday, we have some manufacturing data, ISM manufacturing and auto sales. Um, Tuesday, uh, Thursday, we have initial jobless claims and Friday, ISM services. So some of the themes for the week are going to be um, employment, housing, and there's a lot of um, earnings reports for some uh, auto stocks and retail. And if we look at the major uh, stocks for earnings. We have Monday, we have Occidental Petroleum, things like Zoom, Lordstown Motors, and electric vehicles. Tuesday, we have Target, which will give a good um, window as to how the, the retail um, sales are going, consumers holding up or not. 
So that could affect Target and Walmart, the earnings on Tuesday. And then we have um, advanced auto parts, car gurus, things that have to do with auto sales. Wednesday, we have Dollar Tree. Again, that's going to give uh, insight how the, the lower end consumer is doing, if they're holding up or getting really hurt by inflation. And then Plug Power, that's a electric car stock. Salesforce, Lowe's, so mixture come Thursday. And then Thursday, we have Broadcom, which will give us some in, insight into semiconductors again. And last week, we had NVIDIA, this week Broadcom. And also a lot of um, retail um, stores on Thursday. Best Buy, Big Lots, Costco, Macy's, Nordstrom, um, Kroger in terms of food. So Thursday is big for retail and uh, not much on Friday. So that, that's the general backdrop in terms of economic reports and uh, earnings. In yeah, so back to you, Rob. Some of the lists um, curated for subscribers, we seem to have some shorts in the energy patch. Now, um, Russia, you know, cut some production. Um, things are stable, but if I see, you know, any bullish signs for energy, the oil tomorrow, it might not be the best to have some of that short. So just keep that in mind. Looking at uh, our futures right now for the Dow Jones, uh, we are up slightly, up 21 points. For the NASDAQ, we're up slightly at 5.75 points. That's 0.14%, so a bit more than the Dow Jones. The NASDAQ is up 30.5, so that's up 0.25%, a quarter of a percent. And Russell's up a dollar ninety or 0 0.10 percent. The VIX is um, stable around 22.15, down just slightly. So a little bit leaning to maybe opening at a bit of a premium in in, in the morning. But again, it could fade quickly. Uh, we may because the last day of the month is essentially down and. Most institutions know that historically. It, it could be soft for these next two days. And like Dave said, um, we could have an update then on the first trading day of the month. So it could make a, for a good turn of the month effect. Keep that in mind. Feb February going into March it could have a good turn of the month effect. Um, crude. Now we had, not that the crude stock, some of them performed okay for last week, but some of them didn't. But I find generally if the majors are not performing well, that doesn't mean that the small cap oils don't perform. You often get that, like Chevron Exxon could be down a bit and oil could be stable and you still have a pop in the small cap. So there's there's quite a difference in the markets. But with this uh, crude oil, we're down 0.31% now, and this is already digesting that Russia cut news. So, you know, we may be okay with those shorts, as we mentioned. Brent crude is also down 0.34. And natural gas is had a little bit of a rally last week, um, but is possibly stabilizing here. After that, it's up 0.75% at the moment. Our metals business sliding down all through February, as we mentioned, and no reason to see it turn yet. It depends on this dollar. So let's take a look at the currencies here. The dollar is up right now, slightly 0.05%. And um, 
there's a bit of a number to test at 105.50, and we're at 105.22. So that I would look for that 105.50. If we ricochet off that, then and probably not going higher might cycle back down. So keep that in mind. Um, bonds, we're looking at um, the 30-year is still uh, sliding, but it is up at the moment 0.10%. So there doesn't seem to be much support on the bonds until you get down into the 120 and below level. So just we're at 124 on the 30-year on the 10 year, we're at 110.88 and some support in the 108 area, 109, um, 109 actually. So keep that in mind. Um, checking in on news Zelensky fires Ukraine's commander of joint forces. I've been talking to some of our traders that the narrative on the Ukraine is very different than the, what's happening on the ground in the Ukraine. Um, so the narrative is what the media portrays. Just keep that in mind. Do your own homework. Um, you know, uh, look at different media sources to try to piece things together. But um, the uh, the situation there is still very fluid. So anyway, um, China. So we had flu cases are surging in China, leaving antivirals in short supply. So we had this COVID lockdown. We ended up, the country reopened, and now we're dealing with influenza. This could be a product of having so much masking and, and people sort of contained and not sort of interacting with normal uh, development of, you know, resistance to some things. I don't know, but definitely this could end up being a problem on productivity there. So China stocks are quite quite fluid right now. Um, so I would advise being very careful in the China area. And not only that, many of those stocks have come off their November, October, November lows, you know, to the tune of 200%, 300%, some of them 400%. So there's a lot of risk in this whole area after such a big run okay anything from your end uh left there dave to report no that's it so far okay well uh, have a good week uh, we've got uh, like i said busy here with uh month end on tuesday new month starting on wednesday and then the first friday of the month check all your symbols on the almanac um, look for any flip-flops where you might have a symbol that's you know, bullish on the last day of the month and then bearish on the first day of the month or vice versa uh, or the first Friday. So, so check that to see what kind of flip-flops are there and have yourself a productive and successful trading week. Okay. All right, good luck. Thanks. Bye-bye.